Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, now joined by none other than Tweedy Carter, Baylor men's assistant coach, player development. It is uh, Tweedy, it's great to visit with you. What did you think of that uh, atmosphere the other night at the uh, KU game? Were you wishing that you all had a PA guy back then that would uh, was that loud? <laughs> that, that, really, that really kind of reminded me of an NBA-type environment the other night. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me, Matt. Man, it was yeah. quite a, a part of it. It was it was fun, uh, electrifying. Um, credit to the fans for coming out and showing that support, and and we needed again on Saturday. So, uh, right back to the drawing boards, and and I mean they did an amazing job. Yeah, I mean that was uh, the whiteout. Do you uh, do you do you kind of like uh, it? Looks it looks really cool, doesn't it? And I think uh, for once, Tweety. I mean, I felt like it was maybe a hostile crowd, like KU, and you know they hear it every time. But the Waco, you know, the Baptists were pretty nice for the most part. I, did you hear some chants? Now you're you're pretty focused on the action, but did you did you happen to hear some of the chanting? I mean, it we were not quite as Baptists as I'm used to us being. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I didn't I didn't hear what was going on too much besides the noise. Mm-hmm. So. No, I, I I know um, they probably was just having fun, and and you know again, um, you know my focus was the, was the team and, mm-hmm. and making sure that we had everything we need uh, on the sideline, and that's high energy on the bench. And um, I'm pretty sure the fans didn't mean no harm, uh, whatever the case may be. But it was it was beautiful to see them uh, uh, that hostile um, to, towards the game. I, I saw you retweet something about like the bench mob. Now, who over there brings it the most? Would you say you're a high energy guy? Like the Mavericks have a guy named Theo Pinson who doesn't play that much but brings it like crazy. You may have crossed uh-huh. paths with Theo at some point. Who would you say brings the most energy uh, on the uh, on the Baylor bench? Well, we we had a uh, I would say Jake uh, Jake Yarkin. Um, I, I would say uh, a lot of our guys, uh, Dantuan Grimes, Jonathan, mm. um, Big John, um, Jordan, uh, everybody that 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 kind of um, you know stay on the end of that bench, bring a lot of energy. Austin Sachs, um, Dale Bonner. I, I mean, I can go down the list. Um, Zach. Everybody bring the energy that we need um, and the support that the, that the players uh, need to make sure that we're on the same page. And I thought these last couple of games, we picked it up on the bench, and it, and it helped our, um, our guys out there on the court. Did bring back some memories for you seeing uh, Jacoby Walter named McDonald's All-American? I mean, you were, you were the first, as I recall, and uh, it's a huge thing for, for the program. And, of course, now that you get more and more of them, um, how cool was that to see that announcement and did it bring back some fond memories for you? Uh, most definitely. Big congratulations to Jacoby and his family uh, for that accomplishment because I know that's something us players work for um, a lot all year, all our lives to be a part of special events, special situations, and McDonald game is very special. So cre- big credit to all his hard work, his family hard work, and I'm, I'm really excited for him, but – most definitely, um, that is something that you, you need to be proud of because it's a big accomplishment, and I'm extremely happy for him and his family. Do you remember what you did in that game? Like, was it uh, 
Was it like high pressure? I remember that being a huge deal for the Baylor program for you to be in it. What was uh, what? What do you remember? Do you even remember how you found out? Did Did somebody give you a phone call or something like that? Uh, yes, I re- I received a phone call. Don't like you said. Don't remember exactly how it played out, but my high school coach I think uh, told me that I that I was selected to be in a McDonald game, and I had one of my. Uh, uh, competitors that I played against majority of our lives, DJ Augustine in it, and a lot of guys that I played AAU against, Sharon Collins, Kevin Durant, all those guys was in it. And, you know, it just it was fun to be a part of just because, you know, I got to experience something I never thought I experienced, and that's, that's be on the highest level coming out of high school, and McDonald is one of the highest levels. Man, those are University of Texas players you're mentioning. I I think people forget they had some uh they had some tremendous players, didn't they, back in the day. Talking to Tweety Carter on the Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas. Wasn't that fun the other night to see? And again, you couldn't be paying attention to a lot of this, but maybe you saw them recognize Jacoby in Miro Little. Uh, that what a what a cool thing. You're two thousand twenty-three, uh, two of the members from that class and two to see the the uh, crowd uh, recognize them like that, it, it doesn't it let you know, Tweety, that the crowd is maybe following recruiting, maybe even more than they used to. That was a pretty oh, yeah. loud yeah. Of ovation that went up for them. Most definitely, that was amazing uh, for those two guys to get recognized. The energy that I seen in their faces, I mean, it shows you the commitment that they that they have made to to being a Baylor Bear, and it's a family atmosphere. And nothing but joy from them, and that's something that Coach Drew been preaching and the staff been preaching. We want to have joy, Jesus, other than yourself. And those guys showed tremendous energy. Um, they was really excited to be here, and again, credit to their families for doing an amazing job uh, with them and our coaching staff on recruiting and, and getting those guys to, to to commit here and sign here. Because I mean, they're they're special, and I can't wait. So just to share the court with them and see how they uh, compete. Do you still compete? I mean, I, the, I, there's some tricks of the trade that you can uh, use on these guys. Uh, I could see you still in the scrimmages being very effective, knowing you played pro basketball uh, overseas and all of that. Do you find yourself every once in a while lacing them up and getting involved in practice, or, or do you uh, have you kind of moved on from that? Uh, Matt, I'm going to be honest. I am not running behind those guys. They, <laughs> <laughs> they some bad boys. They some bad boys in the, the hard work that they put in. Uh, I'm just here to help them and support them and, you know, be here uh, whenever they need me. But I am not getting out on that court with them. <laughs> Boy, I still think, though, like a three-point contest, you could, you know, you could get involved in that and hold your own. Uh, I would not put that past you, but – Man, I just think back on your leadership. Go ahead. I said I will get I will get shots up, uh, but that's about <laughs> it. I will show them I can still make a three pointer here and there, but they still kind of beat me in that if we ever was to shoot too. I, I bet you they would. <laughs> yeah, you know, back then we didn't keep up so much like three point percentage. We weren't so infatuated you know, with the analytics of it. And I just remember, I don't even know what your percentage would have been, but you always made them when they counted. That was what was amazing about you, Tweety, is those big games against A&M or whoever. It's just like you just had a way of kind of kicking it in 
with a couple of minutes left or five minutes left, and you made huge shots. Do you kind of see that in some of the players on this team? I've seen it lately with Jalen even, who's not even a guard. Obviously, he's more of a wing, but isn't that kind of amazing when these people can almost elevate their games? And I don't know if it's focus. I'm not sure what it is. It may just be a flair for the dramatic, but it is interesting to see these guys who seem to turn it on the best in those huge moments. Yes, most definitely. I, I love to see our guys step up. And it, we've been having different guys step up, um, you know, from time to, from game to game. And, you know, like you said, Jalen Bridges, Adam Flagler, LJ Cryer, uh, Keontae George, Langston Love. I mean, um, you know, you can go down the list. Uh, even, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to call this a shot, but even the stuff that our, our big fellas do down low, just getting extra possessions for those guys to make those shots. I mean, everybody step up and, and do what they they need to do for and for us to win, and that's the most important thing. And, you know, they have each other back. You know, whether they make the shot or miss the shot, they would do it all over again with each and every one of those players if, they, if it came down to it. And that's what I love to see because, like you said, sometimes these shots are not going to go in. And how do you respond? And I think having each other back is the best response you could ever have, especially when you're in, going to war and, and you compete out there on that court. How fun is it to see LJ get on one of those runs like he did in the first half the other night? And, and do you all ever get in his ear like, hey, look for your shot, be aggressive early? Um, I mean, that was uh, that was some entertaining stuff. I mean, he, he hit him with some haymakers, and it is like he wouldn't let up. And and that yeah. national title team was kind of like that. You'd get you'd hit them with a huge haymaker, and sometimes it would just punch another team out. You knew KU would hang around, but that was amazing to see Cryer get in one of those zones. You know he's capable of that. How, do y'all ever kind of encourage him? Hey, why don't you try to be aggressive early in the game? And was that something you kind of even planned on the other night? I mean, our staff do a great job encouraging them all. Um, to be honest, mm-hmm. if you have a shot, they want you to shoot them. Um, and, you know, so happened LJ was the, was the hot hand. And, I mean, you've seen it. Nobody forced any shots up. They tried to get him the ball every every single possession down the court to keep him going. And that's that's what I was talking about earlier, the joy of our team and the love that they, that they have for each other to make sure the hot hand continue to touch the ball. And, uh, if, if it's Adam Fagler, like you said, LJ, Jalen, Keontae, Langston, all of those guys want each other to do good. So whoever have the hot hand, they make sure that they get the ball. And LJ just got in a great rhythm. And, I mean, he's been doing this all his career, all his life, is, is making shots and at a high clip. And to see him do it against Kansas and come out with the win was amazing. What was the new plan for LJ after the concussion? I'm told you had – a lot of input in that, and and you were credited for really helping out with some ideas and 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 how to approach that. What did you all kind of see, and then end up uh, collaborating on and deciding? Okay, this is what we we would like for maybe LJ to be thinking about after the concussion. Um, you know, just wanted him to come back out with confidence. And I mean, you say I get I got most of the credit, but our staff and I mean everybody that played a part in LJ. Uh, making sure he's healthy first, um, and you know every like it, it's it's crazy because you know when, when you hear this, you, you think nah, they just saying this because of the interview. But 
I mean, everybody play a part into our guys doing doing well and and making sure they care about their well being before uh, what they can do on the court. And I think that was the most important thing is keeping LJ confident and, and believing in himself, trusting himself, and letting them know how much we need him on the court. Um, and you know, he took his time and came back, and you see what he's doing now. Man, I like this plan. By the way, Coach Jacobs is the one bragging on you. I don't want to, you know, uh, he. I think a lot of them brag on you, but boy, he particularly thinks the world of you. So uh, I did want to, I did want to let you know where some of that was coming from. But that's, it's, uh, it's neat to watch uh, a player take on a, a different role, and and we're we're seeing even Langston start to take new strides. Uh, with LJ, he's shown that he's more than just a great three-point shooter and that he That's can right. drive and he can find his shot. Is, is that Was it kind of always in him, but you all just had to lean into that, work on it? How did you kind of get him to a place where he's more comfortable doing that, knowing that he's one of the great three-point shooters in the country? Um, that, that's always been in him. Um, you know, and, and most of the time when you're a player, you 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 want to shoot the ball, you want to score because that 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 gets everything going. But when you can sacrifice your shots to get another to get another player on your team another shot, I think that's what makes us uh, a good team. And um, and you know, to see these guys be unselfish with one another is the best feeling in the world because you know and I know a lot of these guys could take a lot more shots. Um, but they choose to give the extra pass. They should, They choose to move the ball because that's what makes us better. Um, individually, they can they can make many shots, but in order for us to keep winning and keep doing what we need to do to, to try to reach our goals, um, we have to play together and stay together and, and move the ball. And whatever game that, 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 that presents itself for each player to, to have their fair of five threes, six threes, I think they'll be ready for it because of their unselfishness. Tweety Carter joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. What about Langston? I mean, he finished out the game the other night. He took big shots. He responded when they went up in the second half. Um, it, what are you seeing from him? Is it is he starting to kind of get his, his feet under him? And is this a is this confidence that we're seeing a growing confidence because y'all needed another scorer, especially off the bench, and it really seems like he may be that guy. Oh yeah, confidence. Um, Langston is is a hardworking kid. He always in the gym, always putting the time in. Even when he was hurt, um, he always finds himself in the gym. And when you when you consistent that way, God always got a way of working itself out and putting you in position to be successful. And I think. He's just uh, taking on those responsibilities. His number get called. He's ready. He's extremely confident. He's a tough player, tough-minded player. Um, I'm just happy he's in a great place and continuing to grow because he's going to be something special moving forward. Um, I mean, you see it. um, And to see him um, get these big buckets for us in, in a crunch time of the game was amazing to watch. I also heard – I've been told he's a really good recruiter for you guys. So, uh, I mean, I don't know what what it is, but maybe it's like you say, he loves the game so much, loves yeah. getting the recruits in the gym. But uh, people have tipped me off before that maybe he may be one of the best recruiters of any of the players. Is that – what is the trait that really connects with the players? 
Yes, he know we need players to win, uh, to continue to win. So he do he do his part. Um, he do a great job of making sure he show up and, and be there um, for the recruits and in, in this program. So I'm I'm really proud of him. And again, the fight that he have night in and night out, and he never hang his head. And that's what I love about him. He never put his head down. He always keep it up because he know it's only a matter of time be- before I start being links in love, and and he's showing it. All right, last thing I had for you, has Scott, does Scott seem any different now like the, as a coach than, than working on his staff? I guess you get to – it's a different kind of mentality. You knew him as a player. Now you, mm-hmm. you're on, working on his staff. Does he almost seem like the exact same guy you remember from 12 years ago when you first showed up? Uh, or or is it – do you get to see a little bit different side to him uh, when you all hole up on the, in these uh, coaching meetings? I've heard y'all can go at each other a little bit. <laughs> oh yes, yes. I mean, we we for sure uh, want to make make sure that we um, doing everything we we can to to make this program better, to make our team better. And I mean, Scott Drew is amazing. Um, he's the same as a as when I played with him, and as now I'm working for him. Um, he's he's just a guy that's consistent with with hard work, and um, you see it throughout the staff. I mean, I can go down the list of everybody on his staff. I mean, they love being in the gym. They love putting time in the gym. And credit to our wives <laughs> for allowing us to, to, to be in the gym all day to, to, to make sure that we doing our best um, with our jobs. And, and he, he, he's a heck of a head coach. He's a heck of a boss. I'm just proud to be working alongside him. All right, I'm sure people ask you this. Do you, do you hear from F.A. and Lace and some of the guys, like after a big game like that, will your old teammates that went so far and should have made a Final Four, if not for a call that we won't uh, discuss, uh, do, do you uh, do you sometimes hear from those guys quite a bit? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Our past uh, guys do a great job of staying in touch. Uh, F.A., me and F.A. talk awfully a lot. Lace is actually overseas in Turkey playing. He's doing really well. I'm really, excuse me. I'm really proud of him uh, and the, the the continuing that he have of, of this game, the love that he have for this game. Because you know he's getting older, but he's still out there scoring buckets. So I want him to, to play as long as he can play. Of course, he's uh, like seven hours ahead. So whenever we get a chance to text or, or say what's up to each other, it's always a blessing. Um, and again, man, I love our guys. I love mm-hmm. the program and. These guys are amazing, man, and that's what makes this program so special is that the, the, the connections that we continue to have with one another. Lace, I could just still see that shot, and he was so explosive to go along with it. But it was funny to yeah. see how explosive he was, but his shot was more of a – it wasn't your typical jump shot. He didn't jump that high, did he? But yet it was – I don't know if there was a better shooter in the country than, than what Lace Darius was when he was at Baylor. He's one of best scores I ever been around and ever played with just because that ball, if you get it to him, it's going in the hole, no matter what, you know, and that's how I always felt. And that's what, you know, the confidence that we all put in, into each other. If we're going to shoot, let's shoot the make every time we, we touch the ball. And that's something he do really well. And like I said, he's doing it still. So at 35, 36, I think he's 35. He's still doing it out there in Turkey. So big congrats to him for, <laughs> continuing doing what he do if you find a way to watch any of the turkish television 
uh, send it my way, okay? I'd, I'd like to it'd make me feel great to see Lace shoot a basketball before he retires. That would be a lot of fun. Tweety, uh, great catching up with you. Uh, it's just uh, I loved watching your career and, and then to, to see you on the staff now. And they, they think the world of you, this staff. So uh, I know you had a huge role with Maceo and Davion and all those guys. Uh, so congratulations on your success and uh, look forward to talking to you soon. I really, really do appreciate you, Matt, man. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. Anytime you need me, I'm here. I appreciate it. I'll be careful what you ask for. There he goes, Tweety <laughs> Carter. <laughs> Always welcome on the uh, Matt Mosley Show here at ESPN Central Texas. One of the uh, I've said it many times. Uh, there's just not, in terms of leadership, Jared was a great leader. I mean, they've had tremendous leaders over the years, but I, Tweety to me is the best leader the program's ever had. Uh, he just kind of came in, and it didn't even matter how much he scored uh, a game. I, I mean, he could have seven points and four assists and impact every aspect of the game and control the whole game. And it was kind of like how he went, the, the, the season and the team would go. And even when Lace, uh, who we all love, Lace could kind of wander off and be thinking about different things, and, and Tweedy knew how to lock him in and get him back focused because no one could score like Lace. In fact, I think at one point he had the uh, the Big 12 record, at least the Baylor record for threes, at either nine or ten threes in a game. One of those may have happened against Texas Tech. Might have happened in Lubbock one time. Lace hit about ten. And then a couple of years ago they let somebody that got, got going at least tie the record. I think Davion got going in in his final year at Baylor and um, and might have tied Lace's record. I'll uh, I'll double check that, but uh, man, it just uh, it's good for the soul to uh, catch up with Tweety Carter, and and it goes full circle because now they have Aaron. How many off the top of your head? Don't don't you have to look this up. How many McDonald's All Americans has Scott Drew had now? Was that number six? With Jacoby Walter, I know Keontae was, Tweedy. I mean, that's pretty remarkable uh, because they had never had one, and then that became a huge deal in probably, uh, I'm trying to think when that all started, McDonald's All-American, probably about 19, maybe in the 1990s or something like that. But when they got Tweedy, it just had a huge impact on the program and just how everybody viewed Scott Drew and everything else. And, and the people who provided the foundation, Curtis Gerald's, Henry Dugat, uh, some of those guys that were incredible. And then they just built on that. And then when they got Tweedy and Lace and that bunch, it, uh, it all turned up. Anthony was on that team. Lomers, Epe came in and on that team that almost broke through and went to the Final Four. But that's still one of the great crowds in Baylor history was Baylor versus uh, Duke in Houston at where the um, where the Texans play football, and the Bears just took that place over. And I would venture to say Baylor brought about 40,000 fans, uh, which is just insane when you think about it. You think about even a sellout at the Farrell is like 10,400 or something. And Baylor had like thirty to 40,000 fans in Houston, one of the great moments in Baylor basketball history. Of course, uh, 
only a short falls short of the national title that would come some 10 years later. It's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas.